0: My body is a roadmap of pain.
1: All right. Deathmatchworldwide.com. The official online merchandise store that is only for Deathmatch Wrestling. Featuring official t shirts from No Peace Underground, John Wayne Murdoch, Akira, Madman Pondo, Zona23, Neil Diamond Cutter, G Raver, Schlack, Necro Butcher, and many more.
2: Welcome everyone to Faces and Feels. I'm your host, Rafe Hewson. Today, I am joined by a very special guest. It is the mental messiah, the deathmatch legend known as Insane Lane. How are you today, sir?
0: I am great. How are you?
2: I am doing pretty good. It's uh, 8am in Perth, Western Australia, and so I think this is a nice evening time for you, hopefully, and we can uh, sit down and learn a bit about each other.
0: All right, let's do it, man.
2: I yeah, yeah, to it. absolutely, man. So, take me back. I was I was mentioned to you off camera that I'm still relatively new to to deathmatch in the scheme of things. You know, like it's a, only been a few years for me. Um, so I, you know, missed CZW, and I, I was unaware of IWA Mid South and and all these kind of, kind of things until I recently got into it and kind of like going back and seeing it. So. Um, For you, where did your love of wrestling start? We'll just go all the way back to the beginning. Was there, like, a particular face you watched on TV or or something like that that, like, sparked that love of wrestling for you? Man,
0: I guess it goes back to 1984, Mm -hmm. not the book, the year. Okay. the Hulkamania was running wild. Yeah, brother. And so was was five-year-old Lane. And... um, I just, my I was in school or something, and um, I don't know. It, 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 and my friends were all talking about Hulk Hogan and, and, and all this stuff, and I had seen a little bit of it on, uh, on on TV, but but I didn't really get into it until I saw a couple of my, I guess my school buddies or whatever. They were talking talking about Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Junkyard Dog, and mm-hmm. and, and all these guys I'm like. Okay, you know, so, I, so I went home, and I think I came on Saturday morning, and they were showing clips of Hogan beating Iron Sheik from from not too long ago because he because Hogan had just won the world title, and uh, and that those, those, that yellow and red man just did something to me. I was like, yeah. oh God, I got to watch this, and then it just and it just snowballed from there, and I just went went from watching first WWF and then my uh, stepdad came to the picture and he's like, oh, oh, that's great all, but you, you know about Ric Flair? Do you know about Dusty Rose? Do you know about Terry Funk? Do you yeah, know wow. about Four Horsemen? I was like, no! Well, come on, let, let's watch this. So he introduced me to all new more wrestling and, and then they, he, he showed me the AWA and all that. So my stepdad was a really big influence on me wrestling. And then, of course later on in the 90s, you know, ECW came on and so I mean, it's just it's just been an evolution of my fandom going to now, and, uh, and I'm still a fan to this day. I watch it. if I'm not if I'm not if I'm not performing, I'll sit there and watch other people's matches. I'm I'm over here watching it like this,
2: <laughs> loving cheering,
0: it, cheering, cheering just like a fan would. I, I don't care. I'm, I'll always be a fan.
2: That's amazing, man. It must have been like an interesting perspective. Uh, for you having like a, a stepdad kind of father figure that's already a knowledgeable fan. Like me and my dad sort of found it together, you know. I was sort of exposed to it in school and then we I rented some videos because we didn't have it on live TV here in Australia. And dad was like, oh, yeah, I'll watch that with you. And it kind of became like a real bonding thing for him and I, you know. We would like, when the new pay-per-views would come out, the video store would already have, I mean, we get them right. months later, but they'd already have them put aside. They knew that we were getting them first and we'd, you know, you know, Burger King and stuff, and just like watch wrestling together is really awesome. So it must be cool him going, Wait until you see the four horsemen. Like, <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's, amazing. I, I, that's great, man. The
0: wrestling bonds, man. It's, it, it, it's great.
2: It really does, man. Uh, the, the, I suppose the other thing as well, I wonder, I mean, for you guys as well, like Hulk Hogan was definitely one of the first images i sort of remember um i was first sort of exposed to wrestling in primary school a kid like had a wrestling magazine and it had hulk hogan on the front i'd like swapped him like a really expensive paint marker for it and i was like who's what's going on you know and he definitely caught my eye but then flicking through and seeing like this full page spread of the ultimate warrior was like whoa what's going on for you guys being Americans, Hulkamania running wild like red, white, and blue and stuff. There must have been that like patriotic aspect as well, right? Like, well, American hero. Yes.
0: Yeah, because he was all because not only was he wearing like the the the, the trademark yellow and red, but he'd always he'd wear these shirts. <laughs> that, hey, and, and say uh, that would say American made, and yeah, he'd be carrying. You know, and and and, 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 and for God's sake,s his, his trademark, his, his entrance song, "I Am a Real American," banger, fighting for the rights of every. Man, how American is
2: that? Yeah, yeah. I, I
0: love <laughs> it's, it's that riff. Whatever, dan
2: dan dan, 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 dan. It's so sick every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: You hear you, you know that first few beats of that song. You're like, oh shit! It's all COVID. Yeah, it's going,
2: <laughs> it's going down. It's going down. Um. How is it like for you? Obviously, uh, I just saw your son in the background. Does he like wrestling? Do you guys get to bond over that together?
0: Uh, he he's not he's not as big as a wrestling fan as I was, but he he likes watching it. If like if I'm watching it here or something, he'll he'll come in here and watch it I mean, What's going on? Mm-hmm. Oh, he he knows some of the wrestlers, but not not he's not too big into death matches. I mean, he'll watch them, but mm-hmm. he doesn't like watching me.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. That that I mean, would be sort of confronting, I imagine, for... <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, it doesn't matter how much I tell him, hey, I'm going to be all right, you know, I'm, I I got, you know, if you, I'm, everything's fine, don't worry, you know. I, I do such a fucking good job at it, man. He he, he can't help but go, oh, my God. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> I, I can definitely see that, like, um, so, yeah, you, the the first match of yours that I saw was... ICW no holds barred against Neil Diamond Cutter. Uh, You come out in the red, white, and blue. Amazing! (laughs) And it was
0: Fourth of July. It was Fourth of July, so I had to
2: exactly. And then I'm seeing this guy, and he's got kind of like the Hannibal Lecter mask. And I'm like, this is cool. And then Neil comes out, like, and he's got the sparklers, and he's sort of hypnotizing you with it. And the whole match was so (laughs) funny, but then also so brutal and. Yeah, like everything you said, like how you you do it so well. That it was really quite bloody and and well done, you know. And so, like for yeah, I can imagine for a young kid it would be a little bit confronting if you're his dad, you know.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I try to add a little bit of comedy to 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 my horror, you know. Try to try to lighten the load for 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 some of the yeah, I guess younger and the little light, faint at heart people who can, who's who just there maybe with their first death match, you know. Yeah. And I, I go out there and go hey it's okay you're gonna have fun but it's gonna be really bloody you know? <laughs> and, and I go out there and I do my thing you know with yeah. with whoever I'm, whoever I'm with and you know and I always try to say man you, you can't have slaughter
2: without laughter yeah okay then. I, I, so. I think I think the, the the level of like yeah entertainment that you guys did was, was exactly that you know people are shocked people are worried people are laughing like you just take them on the full ride and yes uh,
0: Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. you want to run a gamut of emotions, and you know, I, I was told a long time ago. You know, you, you you want to make people care about what you're doing, whether yeah. they're cheering, booing, crying, laughing. If you're getting an emotion from them, you're doing your job. If they're sitting on, if they're just sitting on their hands looking at you like a knot on a the log, then man, you need, you need to do something different or get out.
2: Yeah, exactly. Change it up because it, <laughs> it is not working at that point. Yeah, it's all reactions. Um The tell, take me through the the sparklers and the idea for that <laughs> with the gusset place, because and and then the Bruce Springsteen song playing, like <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny, man.
0: Yeah, uh, well, you know, I mean, it, we found out, you know, we were going to be facing each other, and, and Neil and I've been wanting to do this match for, do, wanting to work each other for for a while now, yeah. and uh and it, it happened. Like, all right, now. Well, it's Fourth it's of July, so, so here in America, you know Independence Day fireworks, you know Americana barbecue, fireworks, the old shebang, you know, and was like, Well, we need to do something. We need to do. We need. We need to have a theme. And I thought blood and fireworks.
2: It's got good ringtone. And I, I, and,
0: I, and, I and I pitched. I pitched it to Neil, and he was like, "Hell yeah!" He's like, "You cool with fireworks?" I'm "Like fuck yeah, let's do it!" And he's like, "Okay." And, and then he said, "Well, let me get back to you. Let me think of something." And I was like, "All right." So, so Neil gets back to me. Says, "Sparklers, or gusset plates." I was like, "We put it in our heads, and then we do, it and, and 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 we we sit there, and you sit there, and we salute and or whatever." I was like, "I fucking love it." So we get to the day of the show, and we're we're talking about it and the weapons guys who who the ICW. Weapons guys are, are, are fucking awesome. I love them. They they they, they make good stuff, and, and I'm not, and I'm not worried that it's going to mess me up or yeah. my opponent up too terribly bad. So shout out to them guys. But uh, I saw the little gusset sparkler get us. I'm like, all right, all right, this is cool. So and then uh, while the while they were setting the ring up, uh, me and Neil were kind of talking, and all of a sudden they were, they were playing music while it was going. Born in the USA was playing, yeah. And Neil looked and said, "Lane, while we're doing the sparklers, you stand up and salute while Born in the USA is playing." I was like, "Yes, oh no, yeah!" So we run up to the music uh, to the to the people doing the music. they were struggles in them, and and uh, said, "Hey, play Born in the USA when when Lane does the when, when I do the gusto with the sparklers and their Oh my god, this is going to be crazy. And we're like, oh my god, we didn't tell nobody what we were doing. We 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 kept that thing under wraps. Yeah. And then when it and then when it finally came out, man, you know, I I put him in his head and my were start, my little sparklers starting to come loose. I was like, oh no. So I sit there and you look at me. I go, uh. and I stick that damn spark gusset plate in my head and. Yeah, it and it's a little different putting it in your own head oh
2: yeah that, that that's what the the funny part i mean it works perfect for an <laughs> insane character but it's not like you're putting it in deal but then you just decide you want one as well and it's so funny, <laughs> like, yes, funny. yes yes
0: yes it, it went great and then i stick it in my head i'm like ah and i, and I, tell, I, look, at, I look at the ref and and he just said light it up and then he lights it up and damn porn usa my, my, I noticed my gusset plate is starting to come a little loose. So when I salute, I have to stick my hand up into the gusset yeah, plate. So it yeah. Don't, don't fall off. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with my with saluting with the gusset plate, trying to get, stick it in my head so it don't fall off during the duration of the spot.
2: Yeah. And
0: then and eventually it stuck in there, and we did the whole
1: born in the USA.
0: And I can just, I, I can remember sitting there and not standing there doing it and being like man this is crazy and you hear people just going oh my god sick. All yeah man i haven't had that i haven't had that big of a uh one of the that was one of the biggest not counting my return that was like one of the biggest pops i ever got and, and, and you, that I've gotten
2: in years. It's it's like that one was- of those classic moments. Like you see it and you're like, I will always remember <laughs> that. That's so funny, you know? Like it's yeah. and like almost uh like when you you think of great moments in someone's career, like you'll always go. Insane Lane was the guy that did Born in USA with the sparkler gusset thing, like. Yeah, and Struggle yeah. sold it so well on commentary. He's like, "Word to the motherfucking boss!" <laughs> like it was. So yeah,
0: weird. yeah, oh, yeah, they they, they 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 put that shit over like gangbusters. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, when I watched the replay, I was like, oh, they put it over so good and all that. So, yeah, and and the, the, the and of course the whole the match itself, man, was just. Wonderful! I, I was really nervous going in because I was like, "Man, I said this is like a big. This is like my big IWTV debut. I mean, like on the big time live, yeah. and mm-hmm. and you know, and I just saw damn uh, <clears throat> Mitch Vallon and uh, damn who and who Cannonball
2: were before now? you, I think.
0: Cannonball, it, yeah, Mitch. No, and no, 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 it was, uh, it was, uh, it was Satu Jin."
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. On yeah. uh, Herzog, but yeah, him and That's Satu right. yeah, had a banger right before our match, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna have to top. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go after this." I was like, "Okay, here we go." So man, and man, as soon as I got in, my music hit, and I got out there, I was hyped up, and then Neil came up with the sparklers, and we started doing that little trance dancer with me. I, I, I just got in the zone, and everything that everything just. Snap, man! And it, I, I, wow! I yeah. was when the match was over. I was like, "Fucking, we fucking did it, man!" Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was, was killer. Awesome. It it, it leaves you
2: going. It, it's exactly what you want. It leaves me going. So when's the next insane lane match? Like uh, I want to see it. You know, that's oh, yeah, yeah. Man, that's
0: great. That's that's what I was. That's 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 the that was the whole purpose of doing that. Yeah, what, what, what was it? Give the crowd a good good showing, but also at the same time, you know show them that you know I Even mean, after nineteen years of being in this business and and I was gone for a while, you know, I came back and I could still go.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, you, know, you, you de I- you definitely did. It like it showed out and I, I think it made a statement that like you you're an entertaining person to watch and that's amazing. And and like in the in that small match as well Like I said, I hadn't seen you before, but by the end of it, I knew who the fuck you were, you know? Like, from the trance at the start, and then the sparklers go out, and then you get mad. I'm like, okay, I get this guy. I I see what he is, and then as it develops, and then the sparklers and the the different stuff, I'm like, you completely understand who Insane Lane is by the end of that match, and you're like, okay, well, I'm ready for more of that. Uh, At the the end of that match, it looked a, a bit nasty to me or whatever when... Neil came down. I noticed he instantly checked on you. Was there something with the barbed wire in your face, or were you were you good? I was fine. I mean,
0: yeah, I, I think the I don't know. I mean, he just it, it, it happened,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then mm-hmm. he 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 cut me, and he's like, "Yeah, right? I'm like, yeah, thank you."
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he just assumed yeah, I mean, he got you or whatever. Because yeah.
0: the funny thing was, I got a shiner on my eye. And I, I know that some barbed wire did hit me in the face when he splashed me, but I mean that was that's to be expected. But I mean some, and when you got a damn door with barbed wire on it, yeah, you you might get and you got impact coming on you. Yeah, one of the wires might pop pop up and get you. Yeah, but that's why you, that's why you gotta take precautions. And yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, close exactly. your eyes and hope for the best in some some areas. Yeah, my cats. My cat's
2: <laughs> that there, back to disconnect okay. us. Awesome. Well, let's rewind a little bit then. So Insane Lane, uh, the five-year-old is running wild to Hulkamania. Where does he start to maybe look into training in wrestling or or stuff like that? Like as you get older, do you remain a fan like all through high school? Do you drop off like a lot of people do or was it just like always? Uh,
0: Yeah, well, I was always a fan except there was one time I think like in, eighth grade going into ninth grade i didn't watch it for about a year Mm -hmm. and it it got it got kind of stale and uh i didn't really care about it anymore hulk hogan was kind of yokozuna was champion i didn't really care for him that much yeah i was like man what's what's all this and uh yeah, yeah, he ain't Hulk Hogan, and how did he kick out Hulk Hogan's leg drop? How dare him? All this stuff. Yeah, I kind of stopped watching. So you kind w- of got, w-
2: got worked w- and stormed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And WCW wasn't doing any better. I mean, there wasn't a lot of – And then, of course, the independents were about dead then, so it wasn't really a lot to watch on television. They reruns of, <clears throat> well, you can find on syndication. But uh, uh, I, I stopped watching Then I came back and started – and I came back and there was the new generation of WWF. It was Shawn Michaels yeah. and Big Daddy Cool and all them guys and stuff. So I
2: was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like all the in-your-house pay-per-views and all that kind of stuff, the new yeah. era stuff, yeah, which was a lot of the initial VHSs that – I was watching and stuff they were kind of you know coming out and getting through all of that stuff was really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: then of course right, and then right when I graduated high school is when the Attitude era and the NWO started so went so so I kind of missed a good part of that cuz I was in the service for for a while so I oh, yeah. didn't get to watch it too much so uh, but then when I got out I was able to I mean I got to fall it, it if it came on, like, really late at night, like at 2 o'clock in the morning. I was able to watch it because I was stationed in Germany. Yeah. So I'd watch the show, too. If I was able to catch it, then usually I was dead-ass tired. But uh, I'd catch it when I could to, to, to stay current. But then when I got out, I was back watching again. The training – I've always wanted to be a wrestler. I, people would tell my guidance counselor would tell me, What do you want to be when you grow up? I said, I want to even be a comic book artist, an actor, or a professional wrestler. And they say, You know, <laughs> they laugh at me. You need to find a real job and all this stuff. But the training came right. I, I, I got serious about wanting to find training when, when I met New Jack.
2: Mm, okay. So you you knew him you knew New Jack personally. R. R. I, R. Did New not, Jack.
0: I did not I did not know New Jack, but I did uh, meet him at a bar, at a wrestling show at a bar, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and uh just so happened that he saw me wearing an ECW shirt. Yeah, and he and he was like, and he had just bludgeoned a guy to death with with a, with a weapon. He guy was bleeding. And New Jack said, "I'm the man. I'm I whoop everybody's ass and." And I, I'm 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 too violent for y'all and all this. And he saw me wearing that ECW shirt, and I'm like 20, 21 at the time. And he says, "You get in here." I'm like, Maybe <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, you get in here." I'm like, "All right." So this is my first time stepping inside a ring. So I'm like,
1: oh. "Yeah,
0: wow." So I'm, I'm, I'm like having an orgasm getting in this ring. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm getting in a wrestling ring, you know, and all this stuff. And uh-huh. he gets in there, and he points at my shirt and says, these three letters are the only letters that matter in wrestling. And I go, yeah, ECW. And then, and then I go to high five, and he just four me in the chest. He goes, fuck yeah. I go, oh. And <laughs> <laughs> like went out of me. But uh, I went to the, the local guys who were – there I said hey y'all train can I get can I get see about getting trained and stuff man I've been wanting I told him my little spiel or something like yeah well let me get back with you uh it'll be about 1500 bucks but uh we'll get back with you and I was like okay and I was gonna go I was gonna get my money saved up and go and go do it yeah I was gonna I was gonna quit my job and just go forward into it I mean I, I had a little money saved up at the time but anyway a week later uh, I, I called him back and I said, "Hey, I had a client, I heard from him." And I said, "Hey, what? Uh, you heard anything about the train?" Said, said, oh, we're, we're, "We're not going to be able to run shows here anymore. Sorry, man." So that was some. That my first time training. I missed it. But the second time, a couple of years later, I got in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> to the same place, or you ended up finding somewhere else?
0: Different place, different place, different state. Mm-hmm. Uh, that first time, well, I was in the state of, uh, was in the state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. This time. Was in the state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. I had moved and uh, I was going to school there. And uh, this local wrestler put up some flyers where I was, I was working at a video store. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my friends were like, We're, we're talking about, I was talking to him about getting trained. And I was like, I'm coming with you. Yeah. I said, I'm coming with you. And they're like,
2: Okay. I mean,
0: if they whether they said no or not. I was just drove my own car and followed them. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I'm coming with you. Mm-hmm. Well, they got in there and they they showed us a few things and they said, okay, now y'all. And then they then they put us through the ropes and so and then uh, they said, all right. And said so they, they told us about what was expected of us and whatnot. And I started training.
2: Exactly. Did it cost fifteen hundred bucks or were they a little bit more reasonable?
0: <laughs> They're a little bit more reasonable. Yeah. A little more
2: reasonable. Nice. That's amazing. Um, quick, quickly re- rewinding one, one more time, the you said you were in the service, which is always interesting to me. Like the American military seems like such a, a huge, ginormous thing, like when, when I look at it from, you know, the other side of the world. Was that like straight out of high school? Was that something that you'd always wanted to do, or did it just seem like a, a good option as, uh, you know, a way to get training and money, or how did that sort of come about? Okay.
0: And I was straight out of high school and I had nothing else to do. So yep. I was, uh, I was, my, my, my parents pretty much said, 18, you move out, you either go to college or you move out. And, and uh, I was like, well, I'll go try and do my, do it, do, try the military route. Mm-hmm. I, I did my two, I did my two years and got out, man. Yeah. Right. Not for you. <laughs> That's all i say. That's all I'll say. I got my two years and got out.
2: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I've had a couple of, um, couple of guys on that uh well phoenix kid is still in the reserves and uh alex ocean uh served for quite a while as well so yeah it was always interesting i was like oh you know that kind of physical route whether that was that was you know part and parcel with it you know what i mean like the training uh in the military sort of preparing you for stuff like bumps and and things like that
0: yeah it it, it can yeah it it can well mentally it it, it can because i mean the train i mean because you know just just the 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 grind yeah. and you know and also just the, the training that went in, into it and the discipline of learning this craft or whatever or, or learn some some of this craft that some of us have but you know it's just uh, you yeah, know I I think it helped yeah it helped because because it, 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 it kind of I guess the training kind of I, I don't know it, it stirs your focus toward what you need to do to accomplish the mission, which is to have a good match or yeah. uh, entertain the fans or what what whatever it is that you want to do in life
2: it's a uh, I mean' it's all something you know like I went to uni and what I now do is not what I trained for, you know, kind of thing, but I feel like all of like life's experience sort of you know prepare you for it like what I studied for, I've never worked in all the skills I sort of learned no. have gone on to sort of inform the rest of my life. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, it's good yeah, no. I know how to do that, which I never would if I would have gone. Like Some people would maybe think like, oh, is that a waste of money, you know, going and doing that or, or a waste of time? You know, you're like two years in out I it wasn't for you. But, you know, there are experiences and, and skills that are learnt that, you know, can go on to, to help you later in life, you know, and to be where you need to be at the right time.
0: Right. I went to college too, and I don't—I didn't use my degree for 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 my thing. I got a degree in aerospace technology, man. Oh, really? I, I can build you a rocket. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no, man. Rocket to the moon, man. Let's do it, man. I, 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 I forgot what well, it, it's been over. It's been 20 years, and I've forgotten just about half of it. But, 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 but you know, you think you never use that, but I've actually used some of it. And decorating my home, you know, like figuring out the geometrical dimensions of my house or my apartment or whatever. And okay, I got to hang out this amount of thing. I got to figure out the surface area and all that. And I use G, D, and T and whatever or, or the math I, I learned and applied or teach or telling my son how to uh, – uh, or write down directions to my my son how to do something or whatever. Mm-hmm. I use technical writing for that, you know. So it's like you said, it's just you use different things that you never think you'd use. Yeah,
2: exactly. So what wow. was that degree called? That's pretty crazy. Like, <laughs> to just go. To, what was it? Aerospace? Did you say?
0: Yeah, aerospace. Yeah. Wow. A E R O wow. aerospace. <laughs>
2: there you go. I'm sure. I'm sure it would have been an interesting course nonetheless. Like to go in there. I studied in theater like,
0: oh uh, see, I want to do that.
2: Not to act. Um, I was, I don't know. I thought I wanted to be an actor straight out of high school. Uh, you know, I'd been in some plays and stuff like that. And I was like, Hey, you know, I'm the lead. Surely I can yeah. just go to the most prestigious, you know, acting school in Australia, <laughs> which is the uh, West Australian Academy of Performing Arts. Heath Ledger and stuff went there. Really, yeah, but I
0: was about to say, You'll be Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was there a few years
2: before me, but, uh, I go there and I do an interview and stuff and that's, you know, not going to happen basically. Like they're like, oh, oh very good, wow. but you need experience. You know, I my I two to four oh, school plays don't, yeah, <laughs> they don't mean anything, you know. You, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm trying to get experience, man. I'm, 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 that's what I'm here for. Exactly.
2: Right? I was like, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I will have the experience when I'm here learning how to do it, but that didn't work out. But when I was also there, I applied for this course called Venue Operations, which was essentially learning to like run a theatre, like a venue. So lighting, sound, stage management, production management, all that kind of stuff. Um, And that was really cool. It taught me many, many things, one of which is that I don't want to work in theatre, but, <laughs> but, but all of the things that I did learn, like, you know, how to run lighting rigs and sound rigs and tear gaffer tape and, you know, blah, 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 and cable ties and, you know, all the kind of meaning things would go on to help me. I started playing bass when I was in university. Uh, I had moved from my country town to the city started doing a band and blah, blah, blah. And everything else that's happened in my life, including like now being here sitting like across from you is all because I went to do that one course that I then never used, <laughs> you know? So it's funny how it all works out like that.
0: It's amazing. Yeah. I've, I mean, going back to what you say about, you know, getting experience, that was my problem getting, trying to get, up there with a job with my degree. I'd be like, yeah, I got this degree. I'm in the top 10% of my class and blase, blase. And then and they go, Well, that's great, kid. Got any experience?
2: No. You're like, No, I haven't built a rocket in my fucking backyard. That's why I've come to you. I know,
0: <laughs> I, I, I know right? I'm like, well, I, I'm here to get experience. I, I'll sweep floors. Just, uh, nah, you know, we're, we're just looking for somebody with more experience. Experience a little, smart, a little more qualified. So I just said, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm going to pursue my dream.
1: Yeah. I got
0: my degree to back it up because my dad always told me, if you want to follow your dreams, go go for it. Have something to fall back on. Yeah. I got my this. I got my degree to fall back on. I'm going to follow my dream. I'm going to become a wrestler and see how it goes, see where it goes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So yeah, you start training. Um, do you are you jumping straight into shows? Are you insane lanes straight away? How does that begin?
0: Well, uh, I, I I trained I think we they they didn't let us do a, an actual wrestling match for several months, mm-hmm. and uh, they they did us right as old school kind of old school style training. They they beat us up, and yeah. but they were also cool with us. But I mean. But then you know, I was always—I've always been insane. Lane—that was my name since I was a kid. It just yeah. insane lane. It, it rhymes. It, it goes good, and I'm crazy, so it, it, it works out fine. So I've been kind of developing this character my whole life. Yeah. So
2: it, it so was like a name that even, like, even like I said, the first match I saw of yours was ICW. But even when you like, I saw the name, I felt like I already knew it. Like I had probably heard it before. In different things because it's one that just stands out immediately.
0: Yeah. So I thought it's a pretty cool name. So I just kind of made that brought up. And, then I, and, I, and I'm a fan of alliteration. Uh, you know, kind of people with alliterative, alliterative names like, you know, like Bruce Banner, Peter Parker, Reed Richards, you know, the yeah. all the comic book
2: guys. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I, yeah, so I came up with the mental messiah yeah. in This
2: Lane. great.
0: So. So I was like, man, that's pretty good. So we did that, and uh, – well, we did that. I, you know, I did that, and, uh, and actually I started they, – they, I, I went right into my match a few months. I debuted in May 2002 against my friend. Uh, he went by the name Denim Venom. But for my first match, I wasn't Insane Lane because he said that that name ain't good enough. He said, You need a full, you need a first name. I said, a first name? Yeah, yeah, like Bob. Leave mean like Bob Lane? They're like, Yeah. I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? This <laughs> was my very first, but it was my very first match. I didn't care. Yeah, it was yeah. Me and my friend's first match. I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I said, give me a second. He's like, all right. Max. Max is insane to the max. Insane Max Lane. There you go. Yeah. He said, perfect. So I went out there, had my first match, won my first match. Come on. Got paid $20. Got paid $20 and I'm like, oh, man, i made it. And, you know, yeah. Everybody's telling me, you know, you're probably going to make like five bucks in a hot dog, you know, your first few years or whatever, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you're not working shit or whatever. So I'm like, I made $20 and I won my first match? Shit, I'm good, you yeah. know. But fast forward to the next day, I'm – uh, uh, but next night it was a Saturday night. I went to Fayetteville, Tennessee to go wrestle in Athens, Alabama, where I initially trained. And uh, I got the crap beat out me. <laughs> 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 I, got, I went, I went in, I had a match, it was a disqualification, but, but everybody jumped, but, but it was a run in, and I got beat up. <laughs> and then from then on, and then for the next six months, I took ass beatings and stuff, but. The crowd got, by, but but the crowd was behind me because of my character. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if I won or lost. I just used my character, and 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 and, and the people around there started noticing, and they put me in a tag tag uh, a program with a, one of the established guys, and, uh, and and I did a run with that, and I started getting other places, and, and it kind of snowballed from there.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So right from the start, you really did understand character and how important that is to it.
0: Yes, uh, well, you can thank WWF, WWE for that because mm. they were a character-driven uh,
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, A promotion. The National Wrestling Alliance was, was World Championship Wrestling later on. you know, It was more wrestling-based, mm-hmm. and I was more drawn toward the characters. I'm going to be honest with you. Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit bored the shit out of me when I was a teenager. Yeah. They were boring to me. Yeah. I liked guys and girls who had flamboyant, larger-than-life characters. You know, the more the, the wilder you were, the more unbelievable it was. The better I liked you, I man. I'm gonna tell you, I was a big fan of Gold Dust. Yeah, mm-hmm. huge, huge fan of Gold. I just thought he was just so bizarre and the androgynous
1: bizarre
0: Gold Dust.
1: You know, and, yeah.
0: and he just. He was just, and then I found out, and then my dad, my stepdad's looking, and he's like, you know, that's du- you know, that's Dustin Rhodes, right? I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's Dustin and I'm like, no. And I, and I look at him some more. I'm like, that is him. Oh, my God. And I was like, he, he did something. But, he, but like I said, I was so drawn to characters more than I was to wrestling. And maybe, Maybe that's not a good thing, but it's, but. There's a lot of people out there that like that. And if you have the same kind of wrestler that's always about the wrestling and and not about uh, the other aspects of of, of wrestling itself, then it's going to be boring. Mm -hmm. And if I'm want to be the character guy in Deathmatch Wrestling, then I'll be the character guy in Deathmatch Wrestling because we already got a bunch of killers, badasses, felons, monsters, and all that stuff in, in, in deathmatch wrestling. I'll be the or, and, and satanic guys too. They, they, don't forget about them. So, I'll be I I I will be the goofy crazy guy. Yeah. Okay? And I know why I act a lot of the guys who do it, they're their person. It, it's really their personality. They're just like, "Oh, I'm just being me." And I act like a totally different person when I'm out there. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, it's a little bit like me, but you know, I'm but but it's not me. Yeah, and, I, and i and i love able to be to transfer that onto onto a stage which is our ring and, and be able to say see it you look at me i mean i know with the gray hair and stuff you say oh this is, he's a he's a balanced fellow but <laughs> believe it or not i'll go out there with that crazy blood lust face and my hair all out and, the, and my get up and i start acting like a nut you know it's yeah, you know, I started looking out far away and start talking crazy. You know, and they're like, "Oh my god, where, where did this guy come from?"
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Like you fall into it. Like uh, the the person that I speak to now is not the, <laughs> is not not the guy uh, that you see in the ring. Like that, that's for sure. The um the character thing is something that was sort of pretty true for me as well. Like I definitely uh, have an appreciation for all types of wrestling now, but when I was younger. Uh, and watching it, I was the same. It was always the big personalities. It was the guys that were talking shit. And I really yeah. feel like wrestling being the variety show it is. Like, there's always room for character. And, like, character can make up for an average match. But, like, a great match can never really make up for the lack of character. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Like, like you can appreciate it but it doesn't really stick, you know. When you think of all the really best matches in the world, the five stars and the six stars, they usually had some kind of heated rivalry or issue around them that then made that mean something. Because if it's just two guys doing all this amazing stuff, you're like, that was really cool, but then you're on to the next thing because there's nothing to really make you invest in it, right?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, you go like I, I'll go watch a show or whatever, you know, and the the uh, technical wizardry at its finest. Yeah, you know, but but I, I but you know what? If the next one, I won't remember it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, because because there's no meaning behind it because they're just out there doing. Because I just feel I just feel out there. A lot of guys out there, and I'm mean, I'm no expert by any means, but they're just out there just dancing without any emotion dancing without any flair, you know, they're just out there just doing moves and selling it and just, man, this is wrestling, you know, but I want to see, this is wrestling, but with a little bit of, you know, and and a little bit of madness into it, a little bit of, let me tell you something, brother, I'm going to whoop your ass at the Cow Palace next week and you better show up or I'm going to kill your family, you know. I want to see that. I want to see that. I just, I just don't want to see two guys in black trunks sit there, collar and elbow, and sit there and put on a clinic for 30 minutes. Even though a lot of people appreciate that, and I appreciate it too, because it honestly got great talent when you see it. But, man, put me in – put give me a match with
2: Gary yeah.
0: any day of the week.
2: Yeah, exactly. With it's, good rest. Oh. But it's got to have good rest. Yeah, yeah, don't, Exactly. Don't put, characters are shit (laughs) (laughs) exactly right now and and it's that it's the fire in the eyes it's the believability you know when when you look at look at somebody and they reach out through that screen and you like believe what they're saying or what they're doing that's that's the the, that's the shit and you can always tell the ones that are living it versus the ones that are you know just just acting you know which is really cool so so tell me something man you you put out a a message recently and it came across really grateful to me but uh but i wanted to get some context behind it like you, you said in it that you felt like uh really grateful about how everybody's been you know responding to to you coming back and all the stuff you've been doing and you're like for a long time i felt like it wasn't cool to be an insane lane fan and he goes and now i feel you know really grateful and really proud uh, uh, of my work and like how everybody's feeling. And it feels like it is cool to be an Insaniac kind of thing. And I love that, man. Like, like, did you feel like you were off the rails for a bit? Did you feel like you weren't like firing like you wanted to?
0: Oh, it was obvious I wasn't. I mean, uh, like I said, I I took time off in 2010 to start a family. Um, my, My wife was pregnant with our son and I took some time off, took a couple of years off. Uh, and uh, I did a couple of shows in between there, just little, 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 local places, you know, but, and then I came, I really came back in 2015, but when I came back in 2015, I was like 80 pounds heavier. Yeah, I wasn't in good shape. I was over 300 pounds. And then, and I, and I had, we had, and we had some personal problems at our home, you know, just, just things going on with myself and, and. and and, you know, just just family problems. And uh, we just, uh, things spiraled out of control. And I, I tried to keep wrestling going through it just to, you know, I don't know. I, I thought it was an escape to make me happy because I wasn't happy at the time. But, man, I, I, I ballooned up to damn near 400 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, 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 and and, I, and the couple of matches I had were just absolutely the shits, and and people were still trying to book me. And, and when I saw I had a, a match against Belton Creedmore North Carolina, and that was the last straw. I saw pictures of myself, and I botched the finish. He was supposed to give me a Bayer bomb. I was supposed to roll out of the way. I didn't roll out of the way quick enough because I was so fat. I had to roll over twice to move.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he he. He ended up hitting me a little bit with the Bayer bomb. So it didn't it didn't look it didn't look clean at all. Yeah. But I mean, so and that right there, even though everybody was like, Oh, it wasn't that bad, it wasn't that bad, you know. And I was like, No, it was bad. Yeah. Because I said it was bad I did it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm the my, I'm my I am my worst critic. And you know, when I saw that match, my, well not when I saw it, but after that match, I saw pictures of myself after the match. I said, I canceled all my bookings. and said, I'm done. Yeah. Well. And, and then and, and I left social media for a year, a year and a half. And I got my family, my family, all my family, we all got back on the same page. I lost over a hundred pounds and, uh, I'm backing him because I because during that time I, I would come back and say, I'm coming back. No, I can't come back because of this happened. Oh, I'm coming back, guys. Oh, no, no, no. It's not coming. So I gave a lot of people a bunch of false hope and a bunch of shitty matches and shitty physique. <laughs> so it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool to be a fan of mine because I was washed up. and I should uh, and, and a lot of people, there was words that were – he held on for too long. He should have stayed retired. When he went out and won Carnage Cup, he should have just stay retired or, or whatever. And I didn't want to go out like that. So now that my family is everything is balanced now, I wanted to give this another shot. And I, I, I started back with IWA Mid-South. It's a mystery show. And, in March, and me and Brad Cash had a hell of a match there, and if you haven't seen it, check it out yeah, we'll on IWT. It. And, uh, we, you know, and I, and, it, and things just started going good from there, man. I did, had a good match with Otis Kogar and Satu Jen at Trainwreck, and then I went to LA and, and, and debuted there for uh, Crimson Crown at, for, in Los Angeles, you know, and, and I've just been, and, and, then, and then I did that No Holes Barred show, and that that just turned everything up for me man I've done that I've, I've, I'm booked I'm, I'm getting booked a lot more now. I just did King of the Death matches mm-hmm. not too long uh, this uh, two weeks not the weekend for weekend before last so I mean I've just been really busy and people I've just been getting a, a lot of good feedback and I just I just feel really really grateful. And the gratitude I have from everybody, my peers, my fans, everybody, it's just been it's just been phenomenal. I just can't I just can't be me more thankful. Wow, man.
2: Yeah, that that's awesome, dude. It's it's really awesome to see that real moment with you. And like you the other thing to remember as well is like you did that too. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you were in a bad place mentally, and that affected it. But you had the say you had that self reflection to go. You know what? I'm not happy with this, and I'm not happy with myself, and I hold myself to a higher standard. And then you went out there and go, I'm not fucking done, and like, and turn that around. You're not 400 pounds today. You know what I mean? You you debut yeah. on an IWTV worldwide kind of thing, put on an absolute like banger, entertaining spectacle. You know, you're popping up in all these other places, and you've turned it turned it around, and that's like a complete success story. Like so, I, like the, like I think I think people would be grateful that you came back as well. You know what I mean? So it's like a, a mutual a mutual thing between you and the the fans and stuff. They get they get to see more great matches and stuff out of you, and you get to show that it's not quite over yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I like this. I, I would like to say. They haven't, they they're seeing the best of me now. I just hate it took twenty almost twenty years for them to see me. I guess it's I'm like a fine wine, man. I just get better with age. Good bourbon, you know. Good scotch, you know. Whatever, you know. I just, I just, it just took me 18, 19 years to get. To get it right you
2: know? yeah yeah exactly just had to marinate correctly and then now, right. now we're where we're at exactly <laughs> like like a slow cooked brisket <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> that's that's so awesome man um before we we start to wrap up i wanted to maybe hit some of your greatest hits because you've been some crazy places and stuff that that i sort of missed like i know you were in you were in like JCW in a a tag with Ian Rodden, right? Like, and I, like you were in CZW and stuff like that. So what are some of, um, what are some of your fond memories doing some of those kind of, uh, legendary promotions from back in the day?
0: Oh man. Um, let's say JCW was always juggling championship wrestling was always nuts. Yeah. The the, the fans are, they're just, they're, 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 they're in a league of their own. They're, they're just wild. And, uh, me and Ian were bad guys, so we were anti-Juggalos. We were red, what you would call redneck hicks, you know, wore overalls and chewed tobacco and hated Juggalos, so they would throw things at us. One time they threw a cup of piss in the ring. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, that, that one was fun. I, I've been hit in the face with beer cans, people threw batteries, Aww. whiskey bottles. Oh, my God. I mean, they... <sighs> if they didn't like you, they 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 let they let it be known. But but it was but it was a but, we, but it was a fun time, you know. I mean, you know, the camaraderie with everybody. I got to hang out with Insane Clown Posse, even though I was never a I was never a juggalo or a fan of their music per se, but they but they and I told them as such, you know, they still treated me the same. They respected that, you know. Yeah. So I had a really good time with JCW. Yeah, and, CZ, and CZW, uh, yeah, a Tournament of Death 6, my my debut there with me and Freak Show, you know, we, we tore it up. You know, he said uh, – we both said, you know – Whatever we do, let's just not break bust or knock our teeth out or break any bones because we gotta go up here and show them what we can do. And we went out there and had a banger. So good in fact that Zandy came out during the interview and said, Y'all did it. y'all did great. Y'all wanna see these guys again? Get on the message boards. I've never seen him do that. Oh wow. Someone I was like, wow, hell yeah. And, then, and and we and I kept going back there for a little while until DJ Hyde took over and he just quit using me. They they it was a really it's a long story on on, on that. It, you'll have to give me another time for that. It was a, a a just miscom total miscommunication. But I had a really good time at CZW. I enjoyed wor- working with everybody there. I had a great match with Mickey Knuckles, a great match with Toby Klein. It was me freak show, Toby Klein, a three-way. Has a oh me – Brain damage. DJ and Danny Havoc had a four a killer four way one time for Iron Man. That was good. Uh, and then and then uh, the match they threw me off the balcony. Now, <laughs> so I had, and, that, and that was one of the last times they used me. I guess they said, "Oh, throw a Lane off the balcony and
2: write him off as dead."
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Yeah, there's there's so much like. Older stuff like that, I'm really excited to to go back and get through. Uh, me and a good friend, Corey, from Deathmatch Worldwide are going to start doing a few episodes like that. We um, we get on great, so we kind of wow. just want a, a chance to hang out, but we're going to start... A, doing an episode a month looking, looking back at like the old stuff, like starting at the start and kind of working our way through. Cause he's been a fan forever, you know? So, yeah, and it'll yeah, be interesting yeah. kind of my first time perspective and his, his kind of thing. So it'll definitely come up and um, we'll definitely have to get, get you back on and we can kind of talk about like some specific shows at some point or something like that. With That would be amazing. Um, so Tell me about the Carnage Cup, though. I know you won that. It's a pretty prestigious tournament. What was that, like, entire situation like?
0: Uh, Carnage Cup, man. I tell you, (laughs) the Carnage Cup has been known as one of the most craziest uh, deathmatch tournaments out there. You either love it or you hate it. And a lot of the IWA Deep South, that's the promotion. Mm -hmm. It's a very polarizing promotion. Like I said, the the promoter is not – very, he's not very popular among certain people. And, uh, but, but that's, that's another story for another time. he, uh, he, he runs Carnage Cup and he runs it just crazy, just, just, just the crazy stipulations. I mean, and some, some stuff you just got to say, no, I ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to talk to him a few times, and he will be like, "Hey, man, what do you think about doing this?" I'm like, "I don't know, Kevin. I don't think that's a good idea." And then he'll, but like I said, "I did a razor wire match for him." So I mean, and a razor blade board match for him, and, and so I've done crazy matches for him. So you can't say I didn't puss out on everything. But yeah, winning Carnage Cup though, man, was was great. I, I uh, at the time I, I was happy for it, but after a while, I was kind of upset. About about it because it wasn't I, the Carnage Cup I won wasn't didn't have the strongest field, yeah, and it was because Kevin kind of blew his load on Carnage Cup five, bringing Thumbtack Jack and Sexy Eddie and all these other people in there, you know, you know, so so when I won Carnage Cup six, he didn't really have the money, so so he didn't so the. So when people say, "Oh, Lane one Carnage Cup. It was the weakest Carnage Cup, and it was the worst one." And I've heard that. And I'm like, "Oh, and I'm like, well, what can I do?" <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a, you're like, "I still won the fucking thing. Fuck off." <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, I still won the damn thing. But yeah, you know, I just kind of, I just kind of wish it was more higher up on people's uh, list of carnage cups because because there has been some killer carnage cups. That that, that's been put on over years, and if you're a fan of deathmatch wrestling, I I strongly suggest you check out the Carnage Cup tournaments. Because even though the people who shit on Carnage Cup, even even the wrestlers, oh fuck Carnage Cup, I ain't never doing it. If Carnage Cup is on, they want to be a part of it. I don't care who you are. Yeah, if you haven't done it yet. Yeah. You want to be, you want to at least do one. Well, yeah, it's say, it's yeah. one of
2: the, the <laughs> name tournaments, right? Like, you know, it straight away and in deathmatch, like death match tournaments are the coolest thing ever. And so yeah. like stacking those up, they're awesome. Like you obviously just did King of the death matches. Are you hoping to maybe do some others this year?
0: Uh, I'm actually I'm up on one in October, calling uh, for uh, Pro Wrestling Georgia. It's uh, called Tournament of Horror, mm-hmm. and uh, it, I'll be doing that tournament. And uh, that's about the only tournament that I, that I know of that I'll be doing the rest of this year. Uh-huh. So uh, now, stay tuned. That could change.
2: <laughs> exactly, any promoters out there getting your tournaments ready? think about Insane Lane when you're putting together that bracket.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holler at your boy.
2: <laughs> Tell them where to find you, Lane.
0: Uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Facebook uh, Middle Messiah. You can find me on Instagram at Insane Lane underscore ig, and you can find me on Twitter at uh, Twitter uh, Insane Lane Five.
2: That's awesome, man. So one last game that I do with people sometimes as it's wrapping up is to put you on the spot and ask you what you're feeling in wrestling at the moment. So if you had to recommend something, a match or another talent that people should keep an eye on or even something like from Your Greatest Hits, um, what would you say?
0: Uh, I would say uh, keep your uh, eye out on... uh, this weekend for the ICW San Antonio shows, mm-hmm. that's going to be some bangers. There, Scott Norton's going to make an appearance. Yep. Uh, he he he's going to be there. Uh, there, and what I like about ICW is they're bringing their guys, but they're going to another state. And John Wayne Murdoch, who's there, who's the American Deathmatch Champion, he's not facing just one one ICW's people. He's taking on one of Texas's best people, yeah, and they're going to Texas, and I like that because that's what they used to do in the territories, yeah, and that's what's on my mind and I'm wrestling right now is what what I like that ICW No Holds Barred is doing when they go travel to uh, these other states and stuff. They're, they're they're like Texas. They're they're letting some a local a uh, uh, guy from that state take on the champ. Yeah. And, and, and try to represent, you know, so I think that's great. Like in other places, you know, when they go to other places, they, they got their own people doing their own matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might bring a face in, but it ain't for someone usually from around there.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So-
0: so, that, so, that, but, so that's the thing I like. So that's what's on my mind right now. And I can't I'm really looking forward to watching
2: this. Yeah, same. That's gonna be awesome. And that idea that them doing that, it's like, you know, old school Ric Flair shit, you know, like John John yeah. Wayne's the American deathmatch champion, he's taking on all comers, goes to each state and it's like, who's your best? And it, it's gonna, yeah. gonna be that and that's so cool. Like it's really well thought out. And it's also gonna serve wrestling well and deathmatch wrestling well in exposing People that maybe haven't had the platform, you know, there's amazing wrestlers everywhere. And so Absolutely. whoever steps up against him has the opportunity to be seen with the eyes that see him regularly. And that's, uh, that's amazing. That's yeah. good for everyone.
0: Exactly. It, it, it really, it really and truly is. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's So good for them on that. And another thing I want to say is uh, for, for anybody who's uh, interested, uh, I'll be in Anna, Illinois on, uh, August 21st for Fight Underground in Anna, Illinois. And I'll be on uh, August 27th. I'll be in Erie, Michigan for Ruthless Pro Wrestling. Nice. The night. So that's the next two places you can catch me.
2: Excellent. No worries. Awesome, man. Lane, thanks so much for your time, man. It's been so great getting to know you, and we'll definitely do this again because I feel like as I start to go back through some of the older stuff and things like that, it might be cool to just like, Pop in with you and be like, so I just watched this. That was crazy, like, <laughs> and get your take on it or something like that at some point.
0: Oh well, thank you so much for having me. It was it was it was, it was a joy I had, That's my my first international podcast I've done. Oh. Ever, I think I've, I've, done, I've done like
2: online interviews, but
0: uh-huh. never a pod, never international podcast.
2: So you are the first. Oh yes, come on! <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've been getting that a lot lately. So I I, I yeah. think that that's really awesome, man. I'm so happy to reach out to you guys. Um, I've been loving doing this and loving to get to know you all one by one. So it's been killer, man. Thanks again for your time. And so everybody out there, four insane lane and four faces and feels. Remember. It's all about peace, love, and pro wrestling. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been Faces and Feels. Check us out on social media, at FacesFeelsCast on Instagram, at FacesFeelsCast on Twitter, or send us an email to facesandfeels at gmail.com. Until then, peace out. My body is a roadmap
1: of pain. All right. Deathmatchworldwide.com, the official online merchandise store that is only for deathmatch wrestling. Featuring official t shirts from No Peace Underground, John Wayne Murdoch, Akira, Madman Pondo, Zona 23, Neil Diamond Cutter, G Raver, Schlack, Necro Butcher, and many more.